0: everybody welcome to a thursday edition of the squeeze i am tyler conium and it is the start of the nba finals it's wild when i look back to think of when i first started this uh it was last year it was written and i did futures for win totals for the nba eastern conference atlantic division i did uh win totals for all five teams in the atlantic and now here we are at the start of the NBA Finals, the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat, if you've been following along, you know that I've got Miami plus 1,500 to win like five units. I've got Denver to beat Miami on an exacta to cover all of the NBA futures that I bet for the finals. And then I also yesterday had a Denver to win the series coupled with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Parlay. So and then I said I've been saying, I'm not gonna make any NBA bets, I'm not gonna bet any sides. Well, as you can see, if you're on YouTube, I have bets on the NBA game today, of course. Uh it was a one-in-one day yesterday. Obviously we had the futures parlay so I'll figure that out in the future. We had the Atlanta Braves on the run line. That hit. It was a minus 135. It was juicy. It came in. They went 4-2, to so it was a bit of a sweat. And then we had the Seattle Sounders on the money line. They lost one nothing to San Jose. So I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, just a good win by their first road win of the year for San Jose. So it is what it is. If you're a TFC fan, another 0-0 draw. That team is in such absolute disarray. It's It's a shame. So it is what it is there. Before we get to today's bets, I just want to remind you about a contest. We're into June. Today is June the 1st. So there's eight days left for this contest. I'm giving away $25 in cash to place bets on a sportsbook of your choice. To enter, be a subscriber of this YouTube channel. Every, uh, for every subscriber, you are automatically receive three entries. Every time you comment on a video, you get an additional entry. Follow me on Twitter, and when you retweet the Squeeze video each and every day, you get an additional three entries, and for every like, you get one. So I've been compiling this. There's a lot of entries. It's going to be a great little giveaway on the June 9th edition of the Squeeze. I will draw a name, and that person will receive $25 in cash to place a bet at a sports book of their choice. Okay, getting into today. We are gonna start in the NBA and we're gonna start with the NBA Finals. The lines are sharp, they're high, they're weird, I don't like them. And for that reason, I'm going with a adjusted alternate line parlay. The line right now for the Denver Nuggets is eight and a half, nine, depending on what book you're looking at. I do not like betting nine points on a game one of an NBA Finals. That's a lot of points. Do I think Denver wins this game? Yes. Do I think Denver wins this game big? Yes. Am I confident to put a full unit on them winning by 10? No. Do I think this game goes under 219, which is the line? Yes. Am I confident enough to lay the money? No. So let's combine them both. I'm going to take the Denver Nuggets minus three and a half. And for it to go under 229 and a half, it's a minus 115 parlay at DraftKings. So I'm taking the line from nine down to three and a half, and I'm taking the total from 219, bringing it up to 229 and a half. Here's my thoughts. think Denver wins this game. Denver is the better basketball team from the regular season and in the playoffs. They've played very, very well in the playoffs as of Miami, but it's a tougher road. At the end of the day, they are an eighth seed. Tyler Hero is expected back for Game 3. You have to wonder, they've been playing very well without him. Will he be a help? Will it hurt the rotation? Will Caleb Martin be able to keep it up? He was arguably the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, even though Jimmy Butler won that award. It could have been Caleb Martin. We'll see. Denver at home, including the playoffs, is 42-7. and 7. Miami on the road, including the playoffs, is 23-28. and 28. The Miami Heat are coming off a grueling seven-game series against the Boston Celtics, in which they went up 3-0, then they lost three straight, and then played very well in a game seven. Now they have to fly across the country into higher altitude to play in Denver. Now, people, you can argue all you want is the altitude matter. Denver's never won anything, yada, yada, yada. It's going to matter a little bit, and when you're in a finals where the differences are razor thin... I think that that's going to play a little bit of a factor. These guys are tired. They're exhausted. Jimmy Butler's played a lot of minutes. He's a little bit hurt. Kyle Lowry's played a lot of minutes. He's a little bit hurt. Tyler Hero has been hurt since the round against Milwaukee. And then Denver's coming off you know, a dominating sweep of the Los Angeles Lakers. They've been sitting around. Now, you can argue, is sitting around. Is it going to make them rusty? Maybe a little bit, but they're a very, very good basketball team. They've won six straight playoff games. They won four straight against the Lakers and they won the last two against Phoenix in the second round. I think the Denver Nuggets are, this is their year between Jokic and Jamal Murray. They've got a great bench as well. I think that that's not talked about quite as much. They're just deep. They're solid. They're well coached. I think the Denver Nuggets win this game. I do think they win it big, but I like the three and a half. And then when Denver wins big, they tend to go under because they play such great defense. On the season, again, including the playoffs, Denver's 50 and 45 to the under. When you look back at their recent games uh, against the Lakers, the number was 225. It went under. It was 222. It went over, but only by four points. So that was a 226 total. 225 went over. Game one went way over. It was 132, 126. But then even against Phoenix, 225 under, 228 under. They're not playing these big high scoring games and we're bringing the number up again to 239, sorry, 229. It hasn't been the last time a game was that high was game two against Phoenix. The total was set to 229. It went under by 45 points. It was a 97-87 total. That's why I like bringing it up over 219. 219 is razor sharp. Okay. Then you look at Miami, 204 under, 209 under, 214 under. All their games against Boston were under, under, under. They had one game that went to 230, but then they had one game that was 216. They're playing under games. I don't know if Miami is going like, to... Denver might put up 125 points, but I don't think Miami's going to put up 105 or 110 against them. Not in this, not in game one until they get adjusted. They played twice during the regular season. Uh, Denver won both of those games, one by four, one by five. The first game was a total of 220. The second game went way over. That was a December 30th matchup. Fair enough. Denver against the spread is nine and one in the last 10 games against Miami, so For game one, I think Denver, although they're rested, I don't think it's going to hinder them all that much. I think Miami's tired. They're going in the high altitude. So give me the Denver Nuggets, minus three and a half. And for it to go under 229 and a half for a minus 115 parlay at DraftKings. Moving to the WNBA, you've got one game on the slate tonight. You've got the Connecticut Sun visiting the Minnesota Lynx. I'm taking the Connecticut Sun. The spread here at six and a half, I like that a lot basically by a couple of buckets. Connecticut is 4 and 1 this season. Minnesota is 0 and 5. ATS Connecticut 3 and 2, Minnesota 1 and 4, right? So you look at Connecticut's most recent games. It was a 10-point win against Indiana. They lost by 16 points to New York. New York is the second-best team in the WNBA this season. No surprise there. They beat Washington back-to-back games, one by seven, one by six, and they beat Indiana by nine. So they're covering the spread more often than they're not. You look at Minnesota. As mentioned, they do not have a win yet on this season. They're one of the worst teams in the WNBA this season. They've lost by five, 11, 9. Six, nine. They're not a great basketball team. I think Connecticut is a little bit underrated this year. I think they weren't expected to be quite as good as they are, but I think they're going to be. The under, uh, sorry, They're 9-2 and in their last 11 games versus a team with a losing record dating back to last season. The Lynx are 1-7 ATS in their last 8 versus a team with a winning record, and they're 1-6 ATS in their last 7 games overall. You have this discrepancy in the WNBA because there's much fewer teams. The discrepancy between the best teams and the worst teams tends to be wider. And I think that that is definitely the case here. And I think Connecticut gets it done. They're rolling. Minnesota, you know, kind of maybe already looking to next year into the draft and getting their young players acclimated to the league. So give me the Connecticut Sun minus six and a half. That is minus 118 at FanDuel. And your last bet of the day, the baseball card today is difficult there's a lot of day games it's getaway day for a lot of teams I don't generally like betting on getaway days because it's hard they're going like I'm betting the Jays game they play at one o'clock today in Toronto but they just played last night so I had to really dig for something that I liked here and I like Kevin Gossman over one and a half walks for plus money even money plus 100 at Caesars you might think but Kevin Gossman he doesn't walk anybody Last year, that was true, and he's been great this year. He's been better this year than his career averages in most other statistical categories, but his walks this year are up. He's at 2.1 per nine innings. Last year was his best year ever for his walks per nine innings ratio at 1.4. His career average is 2.5, right? He had 2.3 the year before when he pitched for the Giants, 2.4 the year before that, and then this year... He is, uh, his last time out, he walked five. That was five innings against Minnesota. He still got the win. He only gave up one earned run. He had a great game. Otherwise, he had eight Ks. But previous to that, he's had two walks, two walks. He had walked zero against Philadelphia in six innings, but one, one against Seattle, zero, but two against Houston. The longer in the game he tends to go, this is interesting, the longer he tends to go, the more walks he tends to give up. So you might think if he only goes three or four innings because he's giving up hits, he's walking guys. It's actually not really the case. It tends to be the opposite. When he walked two, it was in eight innings. Two, it was in seven. When he walked zero, it was in six. When he walked one, he only went three and a third. When he walked one, that was in six. And when he walked zero, it was in uh, five and two thirds. So he tends to walk more batters the longer he goes in the game. I think the Jays are poised for a big bounce back game today against the Milwaukee Brewers. Although I don't really know what's going on with this team, to be honest. The fact that they're only three games above 500 at this point of the season is a bit concerning. Their starting pitching has been good. And so this kind of takes away, this removes any over-unders, this removes any money lines. Can the Jays win? Will they, won't they? I don't really care because they've been too difficult to predict. I just think Kevin Gossman probably goes six, seven, eight innings today. And I think he probably ends up walking two batters. And to get that at plus money, I like that a lot. So Kevin Gossman over one and a half walks for plus 100, that's at Caesars. And that is your Thursday card for today. A lot going on. The start of the NBA Finals, give me the Denver Nuggets minus three and a half. And for that game to go under 229 and a half for a minus 115 parlay at DraftKings, I'm taking the Connecticut Sun minus six and a half, minus 118 at FanDuel, and at Caesars, I'm taking Kevin Gossman over one and a half walks for plus 100. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. You can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Cotty, for more picks and props throughout the day, TikTok and Instagram for just your picks portions, and your audio is on Spotify and Apple. Let's have a great Thursday, and let's talk sports.